Colden FM, the sound of magic. Streaming 24-7. From the North Devon coast to the Atlantic shores. From the tropical rainforests to the sunny Azores. From Icelandic wastelands to Australian deserts. This is Cauldron FM, where the magic really happens. Enter Merlin, but beware, do not interrupt his magic.
Making magical, mystical memories. Merlin. Hi, and welcome to the 2014 Ostara Show, here on Cauldron FM, with me, the Merlin. You've just heard the very original sound of Stephanie Wolfe, with her track, Under My Spell. So in a packed show, we have music from several pagan artists, topics relevant to this particular time of our year, and more besides. So I really hope that you enjoy it. And let's start with an explanation about Ostara and why it is significant. Online. Holden FM. The word Ostara is just one of the names applied to the celebration of the spring equinox on March the 21st. The Venerable Bede said the origin of the word is actually from Eosta, a Germanic goddess of spring. For early pagans in the Germanic countries, this was a time to celebrate planting and the new crop season. Typically, the Celtic peoples did not celebrate Ostara as a holiday, although they were in tune with the changing of the seasons. Spring equinox is a time for fertility and sowing seeds, and so nature's fertility goes a little crazy. In medieval societies in Europe, the March Hare was viewed as a major fertility symbol. This is a species of rabbit that is nocturnal most of the year. But in March, when mating season begins, there are bunnies everywhere all day long. The female of the species can conceive a second litter while still pregnant with a first. As if that wasn't enough, the males tend to get frustrated when rebuffed by their mates and so bounce around erratically when discouraged. This is a good time of year to start your seedlings. If you grow a herb garden, start getting the soil ready for late spring plantings. Celebrate the balance of light and dark as the sun begins to tip the scales and the return of the new growth is near. Many modern Wiccans and Pagans celebrate Ostara as a time of renewal and rebirth. Take some time to celebrate the new life that surrounds you in nature. Walk in the park, lay in the grass, hike through a forest. As you do so, observe all the new things beginning around you. Plants, flowers, insects, birds. Meditate upon the ever-moving wheel of the year and celebrate the change of seasons. Death over and over 
You're listening to The Merlin on Colgen FM, the sound of magic. Well, that was a track called My Sister the Moon by Wendy Rule. And that was taken from an album called Pagan Music Compilation Volume 1. And it features a number of artists, including Wendy, Kellyana and Dam the Bard. Now let's continue our Ostara journey by delving deeper into some of the folklore and customs associated with this time of year. Ostara, the spring equinox, has plenty of folklore and customs connected to it, from the festivals of ancient Rome to the colourful egg hunt. Ostara, the spring equinox, falls around March the 21st in the Northern Hemisphere. It is a season of balance, when the light is equal to the dark. This is a great time to celebrate the rebirth of the soil and the land. Ostara is known as a time of fertility and abundance, a season to welcome back life after cold, dark winters. If you are trying to figure out what sort of ritual to incorporate into your Ostara celebrations, try one of these and adjust it as needed to suit your particular tradition and practice. Ostara is a time of balance, as well as a season of renewal. Use the symbols of the season to decorate your Ostara altar. Bright spring colours, rabbits and eggs, newly planted bulbs and seedlings are all things you can incorporate into an altar to reflect the themes of Ostara, the spring equinox. Here are some hints for setting up your Ostara altar. To get an idea of what colours are appropriate for spring, all you really have to do is look outside. Notice the yellows of the Forsythia blooming behind your house, pale purples of lilacs, the green of new leaves appearing in the melting snow. Pastels are often considered spring colours as well. So feel free to add some pinks and blues into the mix if the idea strikes you. Decorate your altar in any of these colours. Try a pale green altar cloth with some purples and blues draped across it and add some yellow or pink candles to carry the colour up. The balance of the equinox. Altar decor can reflect the theme of the Sabbath. Ostara is a time of balance between light and dark, so symbols of this polarity can be used. Use a god and goddess statue a white candle and a black one, a sun and moon, even a yin and yang symbol. Ostara is also a time of new growth and life. Add potted plants, such as new crocuses, daffodils, lilies and other magical spring flowers. This is the time of year when animals are bringing forth new life too. Put a basket of eggs on your altar, or figures of new lambs, rabbits, calves, etc. Add a chalice of milk or honey. Milk represents the lactating animals who have just given birth, and honey is long known as a symbol of abundance. Other symbols of the season include seeds and bulbs, caterpillars, ladybirds, bumblebees, symbols of nature deities, hern, flora, gaia, Attis. Gemstones and crystals such as aquamarine, rose quartz and moonstone and ritual fires in a cauldron or brazier. Cauldron FM. Around the planet on the world wide web. The sound of magic. And the next track that we're going to play is 
a little bit of a departure from the norm. It's a commercial track by a band called Steel Eye Span. And they've been going for a long, long time. And they've just collaborated with Terry Pratchett, the author. And they've set one of his books to music. The book is called Wintersmith. The album is called Wintersmith. And this is the track called The Good Witch. So have a listen to Steel Eye Span and The Good Witch.
an Ostara ritual for solitaries. This basic ritual welcomes the spring and embraces the balance of the season. If you are able to do this ritual outdoors as the sun comes up on Ostara, it can feel even more magical. Like all of our rituals, this can be adjusted as needed for your tradition or even adapted into a group ceremony. For this ritual, you'll want to decorate your altar with symbols of the season. Think about all the colours you see in nature at this time of year. Bright daffodils, crocuses, plump tulips, green shoots, and incorporate them into your altar. This is also a time of fertility in the natural world. The egg is the perfect representation of this aspect of the season. Symbols of young animals such as lambs, chicks and calves are also great altar adornments for Ostara. In addition you'll need the following. Three candles, one yellow, one green and one purple. A bowl of milk. A small bowl of honey or sugar. Perform this ritual outside if at all possible in the early morning as the sun rises. It's spring, so it may be a bit cool, but it's a great time to reconnect with the earth. If your tradition normally requires you to cast a circle, do so now. Begin by taking a moment to focus on the air around you. Inhale deeply, and see if you can smell the change in the seasons. Depending on where you live, the air may have an earthy aroma, or a rainy one, or even smell like green grass. Sense the shift in energy as the wheel of the year has turned. Light the green candle to symbolise the blossoming earth, and as you light it, say, The wheel of the year turns once more, and the vernal equinox arrives. Light and dark are equal, and the soil begins to change. The earth awakes from its slumber, and new life springs forth once more. Next, light the yellow candle, representing the sun. As you do so, say, The sun draws ever closer to us, greeting the earth with its welcoming rays. Light and dark are equal, and the sky fills with light and warmth. The sun warms the land beneath our feet and gives life to all in its path. Finally, light the purple candle. This one represents the divine in our lives. Whether you call it a god or a goddess, whether you identify it by name or simply as a universal life force, this is the candle which stands for all the things we do not know, all those things we cannot understand, but that are sacred in our daily lives. As you light this candle, focus on the divine around you and within you. Say, Spring has come. For this we are all thankful. The divine is present all around, in the cool fall of a rainstorm, in the tiny buds of a flower, in the down of a newborn chick, in the fertile fields waiting to be planted, in the sky above us, and in the earth below us. We thank the universe for all it has to offer us, and are so blessed to be alive on this day. 
Welcome life, welcome light, welcome spring. Take a moment and meditate on the three flames before you and what they symbolise. Consider your own place within these three things, the earth, the sun and the divine. How do you fit into the grand scheme of things? How do you find the balance between light and dark in your own life? Finally, blend the milk and honey together, mixing gently. Pour it onto the ground around your altar space as an offering to the earth. As you do, you may wish to say something like, I make this offering to the earth as thanks for the many blessings I have received and those I shall someday receive. Once you have made your offering, stand for a minute facing your altar. Feel the cool earth beneath your feet and the sun on your face. Take in every sensation at the moment and know that you are in a perfect place of balance between light and dark, winter and summer, warmth and cold, a time of polarity and harmony. When you are ready, end the ritual. Blessed be. Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. Music, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. As I was sitting in my chair where I was the only one there When a hazel branch struck me in the head And the coroner pronounced me dead Seven years that I was gone Dancing jigs and singing fairy songs Now I'm back and you can see I'm a little bit human and a little fairy Took my brain now that they are insane Cause I don't think there was there a gnome Who thought as much as I did Ha ha, the joke is not on me Cause now I'm living merrily Hit me ring, ding, tiddly, oh, why did I That in that in your eye, don't Once I was here and there and upwards under over Sideways down, and I panicked in each moment as I jumped about the town. Now I'm neither here nor there, and I haven't got a care. With me ring ding tiddly oh, why did that that ain't that illy oh I go? Well, those gnomes that took my brain, I would bet they are insane. Cause I don't think there was there a gnome who thought as much as I did. The joke is not on me Cause now I'm living merrily With me ring ding diddly oh why did I die ding die diddly oh I don't
took my brain I would bet they are insane Cause I don't think there was there And no one who thought as much as I did Ha ha, the joke is not on me Cause now I'm living merrily With me ring ding Once I was bouncing off the walls, sending letters and making calls, and I pounded out the pavement till I swear it wasn't there. Now my dreams all come to me, and I'm living life carefully. With me ring ding dilly oh why did daddy ding daddy Well those notes that took my brain, now would bet they are insane, 'cause I don't think there was there a note who thought. As much as I did Ha ha, the joke is not on me Cause now I'm living merrily With me ring ding dilly oh why did that Ring ding dilly oh why did that Ring ding dilly oh why did that Ring ding dilly oh I don't Delphine, a trained therapist Offers Reiki, massage And tarot readings in the comfort of your own home Readings can also be provided by email. To contact Delphine, please call 07582-459-667 or email delphinesutherland at hotmail.co.uk. For legal reasons, tarot readings are provided for entertainment purposes only. When it's hot outside, head for the air-conditioned luxury of the coolest bar around, the world's first tropical island ice bar. Bar Ice Samui. Smooth sounds, cool drinks, fantastic ice sculptures and a generous special discount for island residents. Call in soon to collect your card. Bar Ice Samui on Chueng Lake View. After an hour working out in the gym, I really enjoy nothing more than relaxing with a healing massage therapy. Karen Fergaline of Little Birds is a fully qualified, fully insured massage therapist but you don't have to go to the gym to enjoy one of the Little Birds treatments. You can enjoy an individual massage, reflexology or aromatherapy sessions, or maybe you can host one of their pamper parties for you and a group of friends, or you can organise yourself a group therapy session. To contact Karen, give her a call on 07969-564-528. Email her at littlebirdsmassage at gmail.com or visit her website at littlebirds-holistics.co.uk. We don't cut corners, we clean them, says it all. So if you want fresh clean carpets, give us a call on 07530 630 The Carpet Fresh Man. Colgen FM. Online. The sound of magic. And welcome back. Before the break, we were listening to the sound of Celia Fran and a track called Gnomes, which I think is an absolutely brilliant, fun track. 
Let's carry on now with our Ostara show and we're looking at a labyrinth meditation. I hope you enjoy it. Now I'd like to introduce a labyrinth meditation and that is useful for solving problems through reflection. But first, let's identify what is a labyrinth. The labyrinth has long been considered a piece of magic and introspection. Labyrinthine designs have been found in nearly every major religion and are an integral part of many ancient cultures. Labyrinths have been found all over the world. They are, in essence, a magical geometric shape which helps define sacred space. A labyrinth is not the same as a maze. There is only one path in and one path out. During the period of the Crusades, wealthy families often built a labyrinth as a way to represent the pilgrimage to the Holy Land. Today they can be built and used by anyone as a tool of reflection and prayer. You can make a labyrinth out of just about anything. Planted flowers, shrubs or stones for a permanent structure. String or sand or cornmeal for a more temporary one. When walking through a labyrinth, your body tends to turn back and forth. First you're moving right, then you're going left, with a 180 degree turn each time. This causes you to shift your awareness from the right side of your brain to the left, and then back again. It is believed that this is one of the reasons why a labyrinth walk can induce varied states of consciousness. The labyrinth is a problem-solving tool. To do this meditation, if you don't have access to a labyrinth, you'll need to construct a simple one of your own. You can mark out your labyrinth with tape, string or paint on the ground. If you are doing it outside, consider using a trail of birdseed. It doesn't damage the grass and the local wildlife cleans up for you afterwards. Once you've marked out your path, take a moment to meditate on what sort of issues you would like to resolve in your life. Ostara is a time of balance, so one of the great uses for this meditation is that of finding polarity and solving problems. Consider for a moment what problems, either physical, spiritual, external or emotional, that you would like to find a resolution for at this time. As you walk towards the centre, you will begin working out solutions for your problem. Take your first step into the labyrinth, walking slowly. Stop after each step and think. Become aware of your surroundings and what lies before you and what lies behind you. Begin by thinking about not only your problem, but what you think of it on an intellectual level. Explore how the problem has come to exist from a non-emotional standpoint. As you continue to walk, move on to the how the problem makes you feel. What emotion does it bring about in you? Do you find yourself unable to make rational decisions when you're dealing with your problem? What is it about this problem that brings about such an emotional response within you and why does it affect you so much? As you begin the third part of the journey, 
move on to how your problem affects you in the physical world. Are you running out of money because of a bad job? Do you have someone in your life who is hurting you? Have you become ill because of your problem? Continue walking slowly and examine how the problem has affected your spiritual needs. Do you feel as though you are at a loss in your spiritual path? Does it inhibit your growth as a spiritual person? As you approach the centre of the labyrinth, it is time to begin looking for solutions. If you have a patron deity, you can ask them to take the problem into their hands. You can ask the universe to help with a solution. You can ask for a vision to guide you. Whatever choice works best with you and your faith. As you reach the centre, ideas will begin to come to you that will help resolve your issue at hand. When these visions arrive, accept them without questioning or judgement, even if they don't make any sense right now. You can analyse them later on. Meanwhile, accept that a solution has been given to you by a higher power. Stand in the centre of the labyrinth. Ask yourself, what is the first step? How may I make this solution come to be? Take some time to just stand or sit and let your solution sink in. You have completed the first part of your journey, the reaching of a resolution. When you are ready, start making your way back out of the labyrinth. As you take your first few steps from the centre, consider the solution you were given. Look at it in a non-judgmental way and think of it logically. Is it something you can make happen? Even if it seems difficult or hard to achieve, if you set yourself a goal, it is obtainable. Continue walking towards the exit and keep thinking about your answer to your problem. Consider the deities or other higher power which provided you with this answer. Do you believe they have your best interest in mind? Of course they do. So be sure to thank them for taking the time to pay attention to you and your needs and for helping you to reach this state of awareness. As you continue to walk, Consider once more your spiritual life. Will this solution allow you to grow or learn spiritually? Will you feel more whole spiritually after the solution has been implemented? What about physically? Will your body and health be affected in a positive way once you begin working towards this resolution? How does the solution make you feel on an emotional level? And how will it affect the negative emotions you felt about your problem in the first place. As you approach the end of your journey, try to look at your solution from a logical, non-emotional perspective. If you work towards this solution, will it resolve your problem? While it may create more work for you and be difficult to obtain, will the end result ultimately be worth the effort of making it happen? Once you step out of your labyrinth's path, take a moment to once again thank the deities or higher power that assisted you.
Think, as well, about how you feel as you emerge from the labyrinth. Do you feel lighter, as though you have truly found a way to resolve your issue? Take a deep breath, recognise the new power that you have, and get to work on making the necessary changes in your life. Making magical, mystical memories. Merlin. Once upon a time, a beautiful little unicorn was born with the name Careza. The little one had a golden horn. It was said that when Careza touched you with her golden horn, you would be transformed and feel the pure love and innocence she has in her. But as always, there are some who don't want that to happen, like the fallen angel who took the unicorn into the mystic land of Reza. We asked the angels to guide us and they decided to help us to overcome the shadows of evil. As we approached this strange and cold forest, there was a fog so thick it was covering the trees, and only wolves could find their way in it. We saw strange shapes and figures curved over the frightened and cowering unicorn. We rescued her and escaped from these creatures. After a long walk, a beautiful star appeared before us. Finally, we entered into a magical world full of greenery. At last, we were safe for now. As we entered into this world, we were amazed by everything we saw and the peace that we felt all the tall trees with their glittering branches so amazingly beautiful so
was saved. She was back in our land, spreading her love and innocence over the world to help us humans to overcome darkness and hatred. That is what our purpose in life is, helping us to see the bigger picture. And so the story ends. Although there never is an end, there is only the beginning.
I was actually going to tell you on our Thanksgiving day that you are one of the things I was thankful for and how much Calder FM has and does still mean to me. I listen to it often and it's like coming home. Calder FM, where the magic really happens. Thank you for joining us on this show. I really hope that you have found it interesting and useful. If you would like to contact us about this show or any other topic, please visit us on Facebook or go on to Twitter and send us a message to at FM. All the music played in this show has been kindly provided by the artists concerned, together with their permission to use the material. Any views that are expressed here are strictly my own personal views and do not necessarily reflect those of Cauldron FM. If you want to email us, our email address is cauldronfm at mail.com. Until our paths cross again, I will wish you the best things that life can give. And as we play out with our final track, I am the Merlin. This is Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. And I wish you love, light and blessed be.
around the planet on the World Wide Web. Internet Radio. Golden FM is a Moonshadow Media Production.